What is up, the beautiful people of Rock Brisbane? Welcome to the Where Love Touches People podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode in the Catch Up With segment. Let's find out what our guests have been up to lately. Welcome back to our podcast where love touches people. Today our segment is about catch up with people who are already for good to Indonesia and our guest speaker today come from Surabaya and his name is Daniel Johannes. How are you? Anel, we call Hi. him Anel. Hi. <laughs> Hi Philip, how are you? I'm great. <laughs> You're good? Oh, that's good. Can you Uh, introduce yourself a little bit to the listener that doesn't know about you all right so um for those of you who don't know me my name is Daniel Johannes but most people in Brisbane call me Alnel um, um, I used to be in Brisbane from 2014 to 2016 and I was serving in the multimedia de- department at BBIC and Rock Brisbane at that time How long ago since you left Brisbane? It's been a long time, isn't it? Well, well, technically, I visited Brisbane last year. So <laughs> <laughs> if you cut that, it's probably like a year. But when I, if you're talking about when I moved to Indonesia for good, it was probably around four years ago. So yes, it's been quite a while. Wow. Yeah, that's true. So how <laughs> have you been? Like, what is your business at the moment? Oh, I'm actually doing great. Um, I'm actually uh, working at a church right now as a media assistant. Um, I'm doing producing all of our um, online services. If you don't know, I want to promote our church a little bit. If you, if I can, I work at a church called ICS Surabaya, where we basic, we're we're basically like an international um, church here. And um, I work here as a media assistant. I produce all of our Sunday service online content as well as um, the Sunday school, Sunday school uh, media content as well. I also do some stage lighting here. And also, I pretty much am responsible if anything goes wrong on a typical Sunday service. Wow. <laughs> It seems like your job is not much different uh, when you are in Brisbane, right? Well, the only thing that's different is is that when I don't finish my video, my video, my pastors will be like, Daniel, where is the video? Like, where where is it? We can't go to a church. <laughs> so yeah, it does. It's not that much different, but the difference is that now that we can't go to church because of Corona, people are now going to online service. So I need to finish um, the video at a certain date, otherwise some people will get really mad. <laughs> That's true. I think we need to, we need you actually here, you know, because we're doing uh, online service too. Uh, and now we actually back on site on the church, but we still keep our online services. So any chance you're coming back to Brisbane? Hey, if Pastor Honey, Honey wants to pay for my plane ticket and my visa, I'm all for it. <laughs> Well, what we can offer is only pray, prayer. <laughs> oh, amen. Um, yeah, I would love to visit Brisbane again. 
like I consider Brisbane as my second or third third home. I already I miss the people there. I miss the atmosphere. I miss that uh, we worship together and after worship we just hang out with the uh, with the gym and eating FA ladies food, which oh my goodness, they were fantastic. <laughs> um, well, I miss the game nights. I miss all the fellowship. I miss all the Christmas. I don't know. I don't know what else to miss. It's just I miss the atmosphere uh, being with you guys, and also I miss. Oh, yeah, I just miss. I just miss being with you all. Yeah, we miss you too, of course. Like as especially at this time, we kind of like oh, we wish that Anel were here. You know what? Truth to be told, but I was supposed to go to Australia again this year. Really? On I was occasion? supposed to go, planning to attend the Hillsong Worship and Creative Conference, but as you know, that didn't happen. So I have to pretty much okay. I don't. I think I can't. I can't go this year, but I'm hope hoping to go there next year again. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'll visit Brisbane once in a while. <laughs> you need to visit us every year, you know. I hope so. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if the we'll see if the condition improves, and if Australia opens their borders again, I'm all done for it. Yeah. So how things how things in you you basically reside in Surabaya, right? Yes. So how things there like uh, COVID wise? Oh gosh, uh, where to begin? Um, <laughs> well, the uh, long story short, we we were once the black zone of the corona in Indonesia, so we're like the number one spot of all, which has the most confirmed cases, the most active cases. But then again, uh, now that people are actually um, taking it seriously, our numbers have gone way down. In fact, um, I'm big. Uh, this morning, I learned that Surabaya is actually um, the uh, take the number two spot in terms of how to handle the corona cases really, really well. The first one is being in Sulawesi somewhere, so I think that's pr um, pretty good news. Um, people yeah. are, I would say that people here are still um, somewhat not taking seriously, like. Like if you go to a mall on week on weekends, you can see like there's a lot of people, but then and also even though that they were wearing masks and there are also like protocols in the mall, some people are still not following them, which is kind of annoying because, you know, my mask save you, your mask save me, and whatever all that kind of, of stuff. But I, um, but I in terms of like, um, the the general. Um, consensus of the Surabaya, the Surabayan people. I think we are, I'm um, extremely, um, aware of it. And also, now that, um, our, our mayor of Surabaya has created like a, like a team that, that has done people who don't wear masks, and actually they, they will go like up to jail or they will get a fine or push up <laughs> so a mask is just a little bit Surabaya. funny but then again i think this is a a great thing especially if you want to bring awareness um to like all people people in surabaya so i think um we're doing a really good 
good job here. I don't know about um other countries like uh, other cities like Jakarta and um Bandung, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm just hoping that the Corona season will pass us by soon enough so that I can start actually going everywhere without mass again. <laughs> yeah. So how about the church? Like the future plan of your church? Uh, are you are you guys planning to have like a church meeting anytime soon or everything will still be online until further notice um we're still we're still gonna uh we're not gonna have a meeting anytime soon um uh, we were supposed to open in time for christmas but then i told my senior pastor back then it was a really horrible idea and so they closed it down like uh, we're not gonna open until early next year we'll see about how corona cases here in Surabaya I know that that there's a lot of the future church that's already willing to open to their congregation mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not gonna um, speak on behalf of those people but I would probably say um, just be aware because you know that um, one day that the corona cases can go down, but the next thing it can go up. So we're still not certain-ish. So for the future, I think we're still gonna close down. I mean, I wanna show Philip something. I mean, the podcasters can see this, but if you can clearly see, like all of the churches here have been cleaned up and Uh, where I'm sitting, there used to be like chairs here, but now we turn into a set. I'm sorry, listeners, you can't see this, but only Philip can see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. So see yeah, we have extremely um, turned the sanctuary into like a really last-minute studio. And if you can hear the um, scaffolding back there, it's because we're preparing to raise up a light for in time for our Christmas production. I see. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really fun time that we're living in as a church. We kind of like pushing our creativity for the minister. Yes. Right. right? Yes. So how does, um, sorry. how does it impact um, the minister in Surabaya? Because I know a lot of things change and the normal things that we usually do at church. Now we cannot do it anymore. So how does it affect like the prophetic team, the media team, or any other uh, minister there? Um, as for the, let me say as a medium team first. Um, the media team could be at a worse timing because our boss, like my boss, is actually from the U- U.S. and he's at the U.S. at right now. So technically, uh, when when our senior pastor decided we were gonna do online, the media team, which is basically me, we're like running with our, running like a chicken with their heads cut off. Like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do. Like, oh my God, what are we doing? Like, I don't know anything about this. But then again, I've attended like some of the conferences, like as you know, Philip, that we attended the Hillsong conference together. Yep. And then, and then I don't know if you've noticed, but Uh, you see, I was like mesmerized by how their uh, lighting is and how the video in the big screen will cut look like. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I think we can do this, but 
it's gonna be a little bit difficult. <laughs> so like at the first two weeks, like if you if you go to our YouTube channel at IC Surabaya, for the first two week, two or three weeks, our our video and our audio was like, oh my goodness, it was so horrible. Like I would say, if this is like, this is like my standard, like the video is like below there. <laughs> Because we really don't know what to do, but then again, as um, like a few months um, gone by, and then a few months gone by, uh, I actually got two, got help of two um, videographers who is actually now the staff here at ICA. So my prayers have been answered. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna be super crazy soon. And then um, we can't. For the media team, we constantly evolve on how we shoot our worship and how we present it in a beautiful but creative way. I'm sorry for the scaffolding back there. No, that's all right. Um, uh, so um, um, the visual style, if you look at it, um, it was like like there's black bars with the tags over here running, and the person is like here now. If you like, if you look at it, it's like super duper white. There's a white box with a transparent text so that people can see right through the text. And then there's logos, there's lighting, there's everywhere. It's like, oh my gosh, I think we hit the pinnacle of like church media. But then again, I know that there's there's still a, there's still a lot more that can be done. And as for the prophetic and worship team, I was like, uh, the prophetic and the sermon, the pastors, they were, they were like, okay, if you, I said to them, okay, if you want to accomplish this, then you need to, you need to um, schedule your sermon around my timing because I can't adjust my timing with you. There was one time where um, we shot a sermon on thir- Thursday and then we have to upload it on Sunday that week. So that gives us three days to edit the whole worship and sermon. Not to mention because um, our pastor wants the Indonesian people to look at it as well. So we have to um, translate all of the sermon. And I'm telling you now, translating a sermon in three days is no joke. I have to wait for two days. And then on I know, Saturday, I know, that, I know that feeling. A lot of people in here also having the same difficulty like you, you know. <laughs> so you're not alone. Yeah. yeah, but um, and then the, and then I have to, uh, input the subtitles on like sometimes Saturday morning, but sometimes like Saturday evening, and I have to upload it that evening as well. So my mom was like, Tuhanku. If you can give me a way, please do it because I'm super stressed about this. My laptop can't take it anymore. I felt so bad for it. You're an expert in fast editing, right? I still remember during our Christmas event when you edited everything on the day. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there was one time where I I accidentally gave one of our editors the wrong video files to work with. That was for next week, not for that week. So I had to edit on Saturday. I realized it on like Saturday afternoon. But then I have to edit it. And then I spent two hours editing the 
um, Saturday, the Saturday worship, uh, the Sunday worship session. And then I don't care if the color is, was not matched or something, but then um, it, it eventually made it through. It's, I only took for two hours, which is still a shocking time for me to edit because I usually take much longer than that. <laughs> How you find balance during your ministry and your life, like normal life and your ministry? How you find balance in that? Because you don't want to be busy in ministry and then forget about your, ad, your other things to do. I know this is your job, but still, like family, ministry, and everything. How do you find balance on, on that? Well, I usually try to stick through my time job. So my work hours just like from 9 a.m. to like 5 p.m. And then I usually... After that time, I would usually just turn off my computer and just hang out with the family. But sometimes I do have to work like late at nights. So I still couldn't find the balance if you can, if you can say that. Uh, but then again, you know that us, our minis, our staff here, we do get like a day off, like on Mondays instead of weekends. Yeah, because we um, that that yes. gives us like, yeah, uh, that gives us like time to just reconnect and basically do what whatever we want. Um, now my nephews are starting to come into my room and ask me to play something, so I try as much as I can just to hang around with them. <laughs> but sometimes I I I I still have to say no because work and responsibility is like work responsibility is like you know it's a little bit difficult to to manage now because like our our staff is our job is basically like not to take a break because without us like the church wouldn't function so i'm still trying to find the balance but i think i can still like find some some balance in my life i guess but hopefully, not always hopefully you can find balance uh sooner i mean i mean <laughs> So any any advice for the listener who are uh, the same boat as you, like uh, ministering during during these online services and everything? Any advice for them in in the way you do things and everything? Don't be afraid to think outside of the box. That's my only advice because. Um, this is true for us creatives. If um, we've been we've been stuck with this storm for so long, like we have, it seems like we have to always follow. We always have to follow this certain of template or follow this set of routes. Where, and then what I felt like, if we follow all this template, templates, uh, all that kind of stuff, I'm sure the result will be okay. But but you're not gonna push yourself to try and different things. For example, about that white, the white text that you see on our services, that yeah. took us a really. At first, it will be like super, like, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm actually afraid. What if the people can't read it? What if the people can't read that? But then, once you start doing it, you feel like a sense of accomplishment. Like, wow, I actually I can make it. I can make it work. There's a saying that you don't know what you're gonna. Uh, get if you don't try yeah which like is basically 
which is basically true for all people who work in the creative um, industry, even in the worship ministry. Like if you want to try like uh, this new arrangement of worship, just do it. If you want to try to film on um, your senior pastor somewhere else, just do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I would say is like, don't be afraid to take um, new chances. Otherwise, you're going to regret it for like a really long time. Yeah, I think uh, that's I what like I that, would say to what you say, people. Like thinking outside the box and everything. You know, this is a new thing for everyone. Like you said, online yeah. services. And uh, I think it's good for people to remember that it's good to try. And then we learn by doing things. So I think, yeah. Thank you for encouraging everyone here that listen to uh, to this podcast. I hope it's, I hope that you so, and your yeah. ministry in Surabaya will uh, we, you will find balance in your ministry so that you can catch up with family and then also doing your ministry too. Any Amen. any last word for the listener before we close up? I would say that um, you're not gonna get every week perfect. We all know that we all have faults. We we still have room to improve. So it's okay if you make mistakes, like on a typical Sunday. It's it's okay to make mistakes. Now that if you know your mistake, then you can learn from it, and then you can you can reflect on it. Like oh, I should do better on this next time, so that on the next Sunday you can always um, find yourself room to improve if you keep doing well i'm not saying keep doing the mistake otherwise um the media team will be asked by the pastor but what <laughs> i'm saying is that um um it's uh, like like i said it's okay to create mistakes so that um later on like when you look back when you look back at your videos that you did for uh for the church that you're doing you're actually thinking like you know what i'm glad i create I'm I'm glad that that mistake happened because if because if um if that didn't happen like I won't I wouldn't be able to move forward with what I did. I'm always going to be stuck at my same old thinking. So yeah guys, don't be afraid to try new, new things. If it's you don't have to be perfect because you don't have to be perfect each time. It's clearly okay. Um, and I hope I can go back to Brisbane, hopefully soon enough. Next year, okay, 2021. I mean, I mean, you know I mean. You need Amen. to do uh, evolution of online service from beginning to the end, and then you can see the improvement. You know what? If you actually look at Philip Ishiki, if you can actually look at the YouTube, at the YouTube link, you can actually see the improvement. <laughs> all right the I'll improvement is like two or three minutes two or three months i actually look at your uh the rock brisbane sunday service and it's actually you guys improve a lot a lot of people helping too <laughs> so i think yeah. everyone's hands on on that online services all right yeah, i think it's... i think we need to wrap up thank you anel for your time i hope hey, that thank you for inviting me again soon in brisbane all right and helping out with our um, media team <laughs> amen 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 <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anel. See you later. Right, See you thank next you. Time. Bye. Uh, thank, thank you, guys. Goodbye. Bye.